I am wearing the Paulist uh, 150th anniversary chasuble today because it is the feast day of a Paulist patron saint. A uh, little background here. Okay, we are a missionary society, which means we have lots of patron saints. Since the 70s, we had 12 of them, one for each month of the year, but four of them were in January. We had a feast day on January 24th, 25th, and 28th. Well, in the last four years, we've picked up three more patron saints, all of whom have feast days in October. This is the first of four feast days in the next 11 days for the Paulists. Today is... Blessed John Henry Newman. We'll talk a little bit more about him this weekend. The one we that was decided four years ago. Then the one we two of the ones we picked up this year, uh, Saint John the Twenty Third, for all the Pauls, not just the people here in Knoxville. Teresa of Avalon Wednesday, and then next Sunday it will be suppressed because of the Sunday. Isaac Jokes, who is also a new Paulist patron saint, ask me at some other time about why he's one of ours. But anyway, why John Henry Newman? Because the Paulist Fathers have been doing campus ministry, Catholic campus ministry, since 1906. Most places in the world, Catholic campus ministry is called Newman ministry. We'll talk more about that. Just a little bit about our readings. Our readings today really invite us to engage with people who are not thinking the way we think they should. The first line of our first reading today is really um, one that we're surprised that St. Paul said to the Galatians. He's giving them a hard time because they are not taking the information of the world and interpreting it through a Christian lens, which is an appropriate thing when we're talking about John Henry Newman. Let us first take a moment to celebrate that God is showering us with mercy at every moment of our lives. Well, when you're a novice with a missionary community and you have all these patron saints to learn about, you don't know much about the saints, you ask yourself a lot, well, why would the Paulists choose this person? Well, we say, well, John Henry Newman, it's obvious. Campus ministry. Paulist fathers have been doing campus ministry for a long time. It used to be, if you were a Catholic in this country, the idea was when you went to college, you went to a Jesuit school. But then the Paulist came along and said, no, you can go to a secular school like the University of Tennessee. Just make sure you go to church. It only took the Jesuits about 60 years to forgive us that. (laughs) But there are some other things. John Henry Newman was an Anglican, uh, I believe a bishop, an Anglican bishop, or at least a priest. And he ended up being very much drawn to what was the Oxford movement. He was the main person in the 19th century in Britain saying the Anglican church would do better to take on a lot of the practices that the Catholic church has. The Anglican church broke off from the Catholic church, but maybe we've gone a little too far. He would be somebody who was much more high church. And he was really at the head of that movement. There were a number of people in this country who were Episcopalian, Anglican, who were entranced by that. And they, like Cardinal Newman, eventually ended up becoming Catholic. And four of them are the four other men who joined Isaac Hecker in founding the Paulist Fathers. They would not have been Catholic if it wasn't for John Henry Newman. When Isaac Hecker was on his way to be a priest, 
He studied in Europe. He stopped in England on the way over, and he stopped there on the way back. He was actually ordained a priest in England, and one of his friends was John Henry Newman. John Henry Newman is associated with Catholic campus ministry because at his time, there were hardly any Catholic universities in the world, and he was pushing for the founding of one in Ireland. This is after the French Revolution, when most of the Catholic universities in Europe were forced to become secular. Most of the great universities that were Christian at this point were Protestant. And it was a challenge because he had to find a middle way for a Catholic university because universities were a place where you should be able to think freely and question authority. But by being with the Catholic Church, it had to have moral authority. And he had to find this way to tread this, this, this middle path. And he was critiqued quite a bit. But I think most of us today would say that he has succeeded in convincing most of us that this can be done. You're all here just practicing your Catholic faith at a public university. To close, I'd like to give you two quotes that are most famous of John Henry Newman. The first one is the name of the newsletter from my own alma mater from the campus ministry, which is called the Newman Community. And it says at the top, heart speaks to heart. That is what John Henry Newman advised everybody when we actually share with one another. Let our hearts speak to the hearts. Let it not just be an exchange of ideas. Of course, John Henry Newman was not the one who originated that. That was another Paulist patron saint, Francis de Sales, that he was quoting. But the other quote, if I can remember it, of John Henry Newman, which was at the top of our bulletin every week, to live is to change. And to be perfect is to have changed often. For all of us here in this university community, we are to engage in dialogue with people who are different from us. And sometimes they might be right. And we might be called by the Holy Spirit to change and to grow.